to live bravely and to live well is to give all of your goodness and all of your happiness and, and be the best person that you can be. Welcome to the When We Are Brave podcast, a podcast sharing inspirational stories and conversations, plus tips and tricks on living your best and bravest life. I'm your host, Tiffany Johnson, author of Brave Enough Now, keynote speaker and your host of the When We Are Brave podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to When We Are Brave. I know that together we are going to live our best and bravest life. I am absolutely thrilled to introduce today's guest, Annie O'Reilly. Annie has recently been on the season two of Lego Masters Australia. Her story, which is connected to Lego, is a true story of inspiration. Recovering from a brain infection, starting at the age of 15, being told that she would not live to 18 and now being a woman, married, two kids, and still using Lego in an amazing way, helping so many other people. Annie's zest for life is infectious. But it's not only Lego that has led Annie to a life of bravery. It has also been in the gifts and talents that she has in the world of tea leaf reading, where she helps herself and so many others to find focus in their life. I can't wait for you to listen in on today's conversation. It is truly inspiring. Welcome to the When We Are Brave podcast. I am so excited to introduce the incredible Annie to you today. Annie is an eighth generation tea leaf reader. She's absolutely incredible, intuitive woman, and also has been running the Brickvention Convention in Melbourne for the past 10 years. Yep, for the past, I've been part of the group for 10 years. So, Annie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. I'm, so, I'm Annie. Um, I'm just, you know, a Melbourne girl, originally from Perth, and I've been practicing as a tea reader for most of my life. It's something that was passed down to me from my Irish maternal bloodline. Um, I'm also a mum, so I've got two beautiful little kidlets. And I do, I, I help run Australia's largest premier Lego fan convention with nine of my scaly mates. So we've been putting on this awesome Lego event for 15 years and it's entirely volunteer run. So that's one of my beautiful hobbies and passions too. It's amazing. We've been to the Brickvention a number of times. My son is a huge Lego fan and he uh, has absolutely been overwhelmed, in awe, filled with inspiration every time he's gone to that event. It's amazing. And the fact that it's run by volunteers is great. It's incredible. It's a pretty inspirational event, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So... Annie, tell us a little bit about why you, well, A, why did you get into tea leaf reading? Obviously, it's part of your family, but also why you got into um, doing the Lego. Was it just something that you always were passionate about? So with the tea leaf reading, that was something that was just part of my family. So I took it on because it felt like, I don't know, it was in my blood. I couldn't not do it. And if I wasn't reading, then I was uncomfortable. So 
my mum agreed to let me learn, even though I was only 11. And I took on the, the family tradition, which was really special to me and it's something that I get to pass on to my own children as well. When it comes to Lego, when it comes to Lego, it's a whole different story because I wasn't really into Lego as a kid. Oh, that's interesting. It is interesting. I only became interested in Lego when I was 15. So when I was a teenager, I was diagnosed with a really severe brain infection and I died a couple of times and I had 29 massive tonic-clonic seizures that reset my memory and, you know, I went back in time multiple times and I lost three years in total of... So that's incredible. It was a bit intense. So I don't remember high school. I don't remember going on exchange and living in Italy. I don't remember any of my friends or the things that I learned. I lost a lot of time. It's not like an amnesia. They don't know what it was. They just called it idiopathic epilepsy connected to an infection. There was no real diagnosis. But it still shaped who I was and who I became. And Lego was the one thing that I did that kind of helped me in in rehab and it helped me learn how to read and write again and it helped me focus on things. Focus was really important because when, when I was having seizures all the time, I couldn't focus. I couldn't read a line on a page. My mind would skip. So Lego kind of rehabilitated me and gave me this new lease on life because when I was... 17 they told me I wouldn't live to be 18 because they didn't know why I was sick or why I was seizing or whether I would wake up from the next one they would usually the seizures that I had would usually last about 10 minutes and I wouldn't breathe for about nine and a half so they were pretty severe on the spectrum of seizures um yeah so lego was my my thing I I never graduated high school (laughs) I played with lego (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you survived. I that's survived. probably more important. That's, that's the important thing. I survived and, and when I got to 18 and I wasn't quite dead yet, I went to TAFE and when I got through TAFE and I still wasn't dead, I went to uni and I got my degree and then I still wasn't quite dead. So <laughs> I decided... <laughs> and you're still not quite dead yeah, either. I don't, I don't really intend on dying anymore. So I... Decided as a young woman at 21, I was going to leave Perth, where I'm originally from, and come to Melbourne and start again. Because I was, re- I was recovering. I wasn't sick. I didn't need the label. So I took on this insanely ridiculous journey of just uprooting and going somewhere completely new by myself. And you were completely well by now. You didn't have any more seizures. The infection in your brain had um, gone away or yeah, had so healed. The infection, or... the infection had healed. But I will always be permanently kind of damaged by the seizures. I always have that weakness. And I've still had some seizures since then, but they haven't been as severe or as dangerous, which is good. But I came across from Perth. I set up my life here and I got a job in the Lego shop in Mooney Ponds. And I was so excited to have this little Lego job. And they told me about Brickvention. And I went along in my little black dress and sparkly shoes. When you're 21, it's what you do. I still have sparkly shoes. They're very important to me. All my <laughs> shoes are glitter. <laughs> and Life's too short not to have a little sparkle. It sure is. And I've, I started volunteering at this Lego event because Lego had done such a great thing for me and I knew this was an amazing volunteer organisation. I wanted to give something back because they were hosting this amazing event, which I loved, and they were donating money to charity and helping people in the community that needed it most, especially other people like me who had had serious illnesses and needed Lego as rehab. So I was like, this is perfect. You know, I get to do something exciting 
I get to be part of this event. And that was 10 years ago <laughs> because <laughs> once you volunteer once, you can never leave. <laughs> yeah, you kind of get stuck in it and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, isn't it? Yep. So being a part of that has been spectacular. And we've taken that event from the town hall to the Royal Exhibition Building in Melbourne and from 10,000 attendees to 25,000 and from 100 exhibitors to 300 and every year it gets more impressive. And some of those exhibits are absolutely amazing, aren't they? The artists that create with Lego, regardless of age or gender or anything, they, they're artists. They come from all walks of life and they create spectacular things that everybody should see. Yeah, I agree. It's absolutely um, an incredible event. So through all of your illnesses and uh, life changes and helping other people, tell me, Annie, what does it mean to you to live your best and bravest life? To live my best and bravest life is to live your real life. What do you mean by that? Well, we're only really given one, even if they reset a few times. Like in my case, you know, die a couple of times, you reset. But it makes you extremely aware that you only really have this one existence. So to live bravely and to live well is to give all of your goodness and all of your happiness and, and be the best person that you can be. Yeah, beautiful. Acknowledge all your gifts, yep. all your talents. Mm -hmm. Help people. Yep. Make a difference, yep. do something meaningful. And when things feel good, good. And when things don't feel great, don't do them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not too it's, difficult, is it? No, it's, it's not too difficult to just be a good person. We make good choices. We are good people. Yeah, what amazing advice, Annie. I agree with you 100%. Do you find still in your life that knowing that you've had these seizures, and I find this in in I find this conversation really interesting. When my daughter was six, she was diagnosed with petit mal -A and uh, she was pretty much missing a whole year of school. She, so she had repeated um, prep. We'd moved from Brisbane to Melbourne and uh, we decided that all the other children were older. So just how the curriculum was working between the two different states and where she was at her in her learning, it was better for her to repeat prep. And then we just decided to get her looked at because we knew that there was something strange. We decided that we would help her in some way and the teacher was also really concerned. And then we discovered the end of her first or second year of prep and that she was actually having these absence seizures. And so we realised that her eye actually would go up to the left when she oh, was having them. And that was the only way that we would know. And we'd be talking to her and it'd be just non no response, non -resp completely <laughs> non-responsive. And she was having over 100 of these a day. So when I was having my seizures, I was having up to 50 an hour at my worst. So I've had every type of seizure. Wow. Absent seizures, nocturnal seizures, seizures where your arms fling around and you can't do anything about them. Seizures, they're quite debilitating and there's not, there's not much understood about them either. And they're exhausting. They are exhausting. It's like being hit by a truck. So it takes three weeks to recover. You have another one, you've been hit by another truck. It's, it's really one of those things that when you're told you're going to have this for the rest of your life, you kind of wonder what the point of planning a life is. Because if you're going to be confined to a bed or need carers just because you're having these experiences, 
every two days. There's, there's no real hope there. And that probably brings us back to that first question, you know, what does it mean to live your best and bravest life? And it is to just live your life. You, you've been given a life. Your best life is the choices that you make. And the bravery comes from making those choices. 100%. Mm. Absolutely. So are you fearful that you'll have more seizures or that will impact your life now? Or you've got, have you got tools around that? I'm super conscious of my seizures. I'm very lucky in that um, I experience quite severe auras. So the aura is the warning sign that you get before a seizure happens. And I worked out what mine was pretty quickly. So I was able to say, right, this is happening, this is coming, lie down and kind of protect myself. But I also, in researching all of that stuff, learned what I needed to help my body so I wouldn't be in a point where I was low enough to have a seizure. Because seizures can be triggered by all sorts of things. They can be triggered by stress or infection or disease or, you know, anxiety. Mm. People have seizures for all different reasons. Yeah. There's so little known about it. But if you know yourself and live your best life because you know yourself, then you can help yourself and protect yourself. Just for the same as me with having hypos and hypers mm-hmm. with my type 1 diabetes. You know yourself. Yeah, I can feel them coming. <laughs> and often one of the signs is when I get a bit cranky. <laughs> and my children will say to me or my husband or a friend or say, oh, what are your sugars, Tiff? Or, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm a bit low. Yeah, yeah just, uh, just everyone, I just need to have some sugar here. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'll be right in a minute. Mm. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, that's I think as well when you've had significant illness or any other illness or you know a loved one that's had an illness or you've been in a car accident or you've experienced something that's traumatic or difficult or challenging in your life and I think every single person has those things happen to them. Mm-hmm. You're 100% right in that it is the making the positive choices to that is the bravery in living your best life. Choices. Yeah. Everything yeah. is about choices. Mm. My my great granny used to say that you never make a wrong choice. You always make the right choice at the time. So later down the track, if you think, oh, I could have made a different choice, you shouldn't regret the choices you originally made. You should just make a new choice and redirect the pathway that you want to go on. So there's never an element of regret. There's just a, I did the best that I could. I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So with your beautiful granny who also was involved in your um, tea leaf reading world. <laughs> I've been, t- I've had Annie read my tea leaves and she is right. Every <laughs> single time we read tea leaves, everything that happens in that teacup comes true, um, which is so much fun to do. Um, so tell me about how that's impacted uh, your life in living this incredible, brave life that you have been given. How has tea done that for me? So tea for me has always been an amazing focus and having something that I can hold in my hands that is physical and demonstrative of of thoughts and subconscious and it's tangible. I love tangible things, right? Having that thing that I can hold on to and see and understand and read and experience gives me a great ability to center myself and be calm and plan and project and focus 
And I think that's a really handy tool when it comes to living a brave life because often we don't know what's coming. And one of the things that can stop us from being brave is that fear. And when you have a tangible thing in front of you that can say, hold on a second, this is what you have to look forward to, then that gives you that hope and that inspiration and that plan to be able to be brave, which is very exciting. It is. It is. And Anna, you've got a book on tea leaf reading. I do. Where can people find that? It's on my website. It's written by my mum and currently in the process, there's one that we are co-writing together. So we've got a little bit of research up our sleeves about <laughs> about Tassiomancy and tea reading. Just a few years. Yep. Um, <laughs> my website's easy to find. It's teawithannie.com. So I'm... Um, for those of you out there, yes, for those of you out there looking for um, some inspiration in a teacup, Annie is your girl 100%. She's also got an amazing range of teacups and tea, tea available it? too, which is just divine, beautiful gifts and beautiful inspiration for enjoying moments of tea leaf reading. I have to say I've become a little bit obsessed about tea leaf reading. I'm in the mornings, my daughter and I... Um, often, particularly on a weekend, maybe not so much now that school's back in town, but um, we will have our cup of tea with our tea leaves in there and we will read them on a Saturday and a Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And we have so much fun doing that. Uh, Sometimes as well, um, say she's come home from school or I've had a bad day or whatever, in the afternoon we'll sit down and we'll have a cup of tea and we'll look at our tea leaves at the end of our cup as if they're clouds, which is what Annie teaches, um, to look at your tea leaves like they are a cloud. So imagine you're lying in the sun and you're looking up at the sky making pictures out of the clouds, and that's one of my favourite activities. So looking in a teacup is also really easy to do, and if you've got a great imagination, and mine runs wild, so (laughs) I come up with some great things. So it's I find that you're right. It is a great um, tool in that you can go, okay, I've had it a bit of a rough patch or I've had a really exciting thing happen and but there's an opportunity for some reflection in there whether or not it's um, a positive or a negative experience that you've had. It's a really good meditation. Yes, it is almost like a meditation and there's nothing more soothing than a good cup of tea. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It grounds you, it centres you, it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. It fills you with warmth and happiness. Who doesn't like tea? Actually, I don't like tea, but I love drinking herbal tea. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like black tea. Don't like black tea. That's okay. There's lots of other teas available out there. In fact, I also have a garden in my um, at the back of our home that is just dedicated to plants that can be used to make tea. Amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. So, Annie, for those of you who would like to get to know you a bit more, learn more about tea leaf reading. Tassiomancy, yep, it's the art of reading cups. So not even just tea, we can read anything. Coffee? Anything anything in a cup, yep. Coffee, hot chocolate, red wine, dirt. (laughs) Dirt, don't go drinking dirt, that's not so nice. You can read anything that leaves a sediment. And what about Brickvention? If people are interested to get involved in the Brickvention convention. So if you're interested in Brickvention, that's easy to find too. We are brickventures.org.au. Too easy. And people can go along to the incredible convention or you can also, if you're a big Lego fan, you can create your own incredible artwork, sculpture, 
whatever it is. A mock, my own creation. Oh, yeah. yes. They're you, can, you can mock with us. Very and join exciting. us at the Melbourne Lego user group. Awesome. <laughs> my son's been involved in that. He loves it. He love, absolutely loves it. Being around all those other creative beings who just get so much out of Lego. It's such an incredible an incredible toy, isn't it? The history of Lego is amazing. Mm-hmm. But maybe we can talk about that some other time. I'd love to. That would be amazing. I always love to ask this question at the end of our beautiful time together and say, do you have a tip or a trick that you would like to share with those out there on how you live bravely every day? Because you've had a lot to overcome in your life, Annie, and you're such a positive and inspirational person being around you. You're so full of effervescence and life and joy. What's your biggest tip that you'd like to share? You're very nice, Tiffany. (laughs) Thank you very much. It's all true. Oh, you're lovely. Um, My tip or trick for living your best life, I think really it's about, well, for me, it's about focus and having something special to look forward to. So for me, that's tea. I use my teacup to to give me that focus or that central spot that I can set my heart on. But it could be anything, that little bit of focus that you give yourself, whether it's something that you've always wanted or something that you've always dreamed of doing. Um, and it's good to start small. You know, a single teacup gives you a great ability to focus on one little thing and take it a step at a time. But really it's, it's just having that moment, I suppose, to focus. So giving yourself a moment. Yeah, what a beautiful tip. Thank you, Annie, for sharing that. Well, thank you for coming in today. It's been so much fun. I love talking about tea. I like drinking <laughs> it even better. <laughs> and learning about all the incredible adventures that your life has held for you and how you live bravely. You really are an inspiration. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Isn't Annie so inspiring? Her light shines brightly wherever she is. You can hear her smile when she's talking. I absolutely loved having Annie on the show. And don't forget to find your focus and find a moment in your day where you can just have that moment of reflection, whether it's in a teacup or in another form. It's always so important to be able to find focus which helps us to live our best and bravest life. If you enjoyed today's episode or the other episodes of When We Are Brave, I would love it if you could leave a review. Reviews help shows get the word out in the podcasting world. Or if you could also subscribe. That way you won't miss another episode of When We Are Brave. Shows are dropped weekly on a Monday, so make sure that you subscribe and get your new episode every Monday. You can find out more about me on my website, tiffanyjohnson.com.au. You can also find out more about my book, Brave Enough Now, an inspirational true story of self-discovery, survival and hope. It's my story of how I came to find who I truly was and how I came to survive the 1999 Swiss canyoning disaster. It's available now on Amazon and I also have signed copies on my website. Plus, I have my free mini guided journal, which you can download your copy today on my website. It could just be the thing that you need to help you feel brave and live your best and bravest life. I 
also love sharing my story with audiences across the globe. As a keynote speaker, I tell my story and share tools and tips on resilience and how you can live your best and bravest life. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter or LinkedIn or send me an email. I'd love to connect with you. Head over to my website, tiffanyjohnson.com.au. I've also started up a new Facebook group free for you to join today. It's called Brave Hearts. So if you're keen to join with other brave souls, head over to the Facebook group Brave Hearts. I'd love to see you in there. So my friends, be brave. Until next time and live your best and bravest life.